Welcome back to you. This is the place for everything breakup healing, decentering your ex, and recentering yourself. I'm Evelyn Christine, and let's start getting back to you. What's up, angels? I hope you guys had the best week ever. I've been having a pretty good week myself. I traveled all the way down to New Zealand to visit one of my best friends. She's been down there on a visa for almost a year, so I haven't seen her for almost a year. Um, It was pretty smooth sailing, a lot of fucking travel. Man, those are some long flights. But I have never been down here before, so it's really exciting. And it's currently their summer, which is an amazing escape from my first Montreal winter. Oh my God, you guys, it's so cold over on the East Coast. But that's what I signed up for. And Rosalind and I may be recording an episode here together. So if you have any suggestions for what you might want that episode to look like, if you liked the tea time with Rory Sarah and want it to look similar, or if you have any new suggestions, I want to hear them. Let me know. And the self-love experience was amazing. You guys, we had such a good turnout. It was so nice to connect with you all face-to-face and really hear your stories more in depth. I'm thinking I'll be hosting more events like these. So please do send me any suggestions you have about what kind of events you'd like to see similar to the self-love experience. Maybe I'll just run it every few months. Who knows? We'll see. All right. So welcome to Ask Ev Part 3. You ask, I answer. I've got three awesome questions lined up that you guys asked me on TikTok, so here we go. The first question is, why do I feel like I'm over her, but then a few weeks later, feelings come back up? This is a great question, and this is what I call the in-between phase. And basically, you are moving on from the breakup, and you are healing, but you're still able to remember the feeling of being in the relationship. So like, you've accepted it, you've done the work, you're getting on with your life, but time hasn't fully done its work yet. And really, all you can do is continue to do what you're doing. And then when you get in those moments where you're in your feels, understand that you haven't lost progress. You're not slipping behind. It's a part of the process. When I was 11, I had to get my appendix removed. It had ruptured from appendicitis. And of course, the surgery was a traumatic blow to my body. And the first few days, I needed help getting out of bed, standing up, walking. Within about a month, though, I was able to do everything kind of normally again. But then I'd get like a random pain where the incision was sometimes, or I'd be randomly like extra fatigued and out of breath when I was in PE or just like random stuff that would kind of show up with no real explanation over the next few months. I think it even some of it lasted up to a year, but eventually it all went away. And I think heartbreak works sort of in the same way. There's the big traumatic blow where you metaphorically can't stand or walk on your own and you actually literally are in a lot of pain and the major shit you'll get over your body will prioritize healing that like getting out of bed and standing and walking but then there's little things that trail along and those take a little longer they're not big enough to stop everything over but they're annoying and they're there nonetheless so be patient with yourself do your best not to harp on it and feed into it remember it's a part of the process and you're doing great All right. Next question from Mia on TikTok. What are your thoughts with getting back with an ex asking for a friend? Lol. Um, yeah, don't (laughs) seriously though. I think you broke up for a reason. 
And I think 95% of the time when exes are getting back together, it's for the nostalgia or the discomfort in going through a breakup. I think for two people to get back together and really have it work, you kind of need to fully get on with your lives first and heal and like actually let the relationship fully die. Because like I said, you broke up for a reason and that reason doesn't change unless you both go and work on yourselves and address it. But if you're entertaining getting back with an ex, you want to ask yourself these questions. Number one, has the situation changed enough that the problems that had us break up either are no longer problems or that we now have more tools to work through them? Do I want to work through them or am I holding on to an unrealistic idealized view of the relationship? Am I just having a difficult time grieving and resorting back to what's comfortable? Do I miss them or do I miss the relationship? How has my life changed since the breakup? Are they willing to put in the work as well? Are we on the same page with this? That's really important too. When my ex and I were talking about getting back together, we were on wildly different pages and it just ended in such an ugly, nasty way because he didn't really communicate where he was at and I didn't want to ask the proper questions because I was just so excited to be back in touch again, right? So if you're going to get back with an ex, which Mia, I know your specific story. We've chatted before and I hope you are not getting back with your ex. I know I shouldn't really give direct advice like that, but you're so young, like enjoy being single. And I know you're maybe just thinking about it, just entertaining it, but like, just really look at everything that you've created for yourself, how your life has improved since you've been single. And I'm sure there are so many ways that you have grown so many things you've learned, right? Keep living into that. You are so young. It's okay. But for the rest of you, the non-believers, the underachievers, the tweet and deleters. <laughs> my God, that quote lives rent-free in my head. I don't know why. Okay. But for the rest of you, if you're, you know, entertaining getting back with an ex, just really look at these questions and don't make any rash decisions. Take your time. It's okay. If it's meant to be, they will be patient with you. All right. All right. And then our final question is from I Paint Bears on TikTok which I went, I went on this person's page. They literally do paint bears and they're very cute. Go check them out. I paint bears. All right. How to stop grieving the future. I thought we had slash letting go of who I thought I would spend my life with. I left and four months later, he still consumes my thoughts constantly. I can't let go. Okay. First of all, you can't just stop your grieving because you're sick of going through it. I know you're sick of going through it and you don't want to be, but you are. How many times do I say what we resist persists? Don't hold your grief at arm's length. You guys don't push it away. She'll keep coming back. You don't get done with grief. Grief gets done with you. This is the hand you've been dealt. So embrace it, accept it, learn to coexist with it. When it's there, when it shows up, just go, oh, hey, okay, that's there. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Where we go wrong is pushing it down. And believe me, I get it. I've got anxiety disorders. I always have physical anxiety, especially in my chest. Even when I was on medication, I was anxious, but I just felt nothing. So, you know, it's just a great practice to accept and coexist with these feelings. And while the grief isn't permanent, you might as well get comfy with it. And especially if this is the person you thought you'd spend your life with, you're not going to get over it in four months. Of course, he consumes your thoughts. He was your whole life and your whole perceived future, okay? And while all of that is true, it's also true that you should look at why you can't let go, right? Like you can't or you won't. Most of the time, it's that we won't. This grief 
These difficult feelings are the last things that we have of the relationship. And one of the biggest breakthroughs I tend to have with my clients is that they see that they will not let go of the grief because it's the last piece they have of the relationship. And when they let go of the grief, it's really over, right? They're not newly single. They're not going through a breakup. They just are single. They're no longer going through a breakup. They went through a breakup and things are really different now, but it's okay. And again, for you, it's only been four months. Four months is not a long time. It's okay to still be feeling the grief, okay? But just really look at what's getting you hooked about it, right? And that can be discovered in the onslaught of thoughts you're having. Really take a moment, take a few moments, take many moments to sit with yourself and discover what's got you hooked on a deeper level. And I don't mean sit there and feed into the story and harp on it, but actually look, actually discover, find a thought and like pull at the thread of it until the whole spool gets unwound and you really see what's there for you about it, okay? Don't stay on the surface. Don't stay on the I'm unlovable, I'll never move on. I wasted my time with them. I've I've wasted my life. What's my future going to look like? Get deeper than that. Okay, yes, it feels like you've wasted your life. Why? Because you spent that much time with this person? You thought they were going to be the one? Okay, why? Why? Keep asking yourself why. Keep pulling at that thread, okay? And then another thing is just to get that it's always your future. Even if it's not going to be with the people you envisioned it with, it's still your future, You had a certain goal in mind, right? With this one person, sure. But you haven't been knocked off your path. You're not starting from scratch. You're just on a bit of a detour. You're taking the scenic route. So what's your future going to look like? What do you want for your life? And start creating goals for yourself to live into that. Start doing new things and, and really looking at how you want your new, beautiful and independent life to look. Just because it's going to look different than you planned doesn't mean it's over. That chapter is over, but the rest of your story isn't. (laughs) The rest is still unwritten. (laughs) Oh God. But like for real, you're literally staring at the blank page before you. So what do you want to write? You can write anything. And then there's one thing I want to clear up here as well, folks. Someone left a comment stating they're quite displeased at the fact that I said your heart is made to be broken. And I, like I get, not everyone's going to understand and agree with the theories that I talk about, and that's fine. But when I say I mean your heart is made to be broken, I mean that if you're not experiencing heartbreak in life, you're not living. You're not putting yourself out there on the line. You're not fully authentically expressing yourself. You're not experiencing love. There's no way that you can protect your heart if you want a real authentic relationship. You can do that. You can protect your heart. You can have your walls up, but there will be a certain level of intimacy and closeness lacking. With love comes heartbreak. Even if you never break up, even if they never hurt you, one of you is going to die first. And guess what? Your heart's going to break. My heart breaks every day because I put my heart into everything I do. And that's how I know I'm doing things authentically and in a way that's true to me. I put my heart into my business. I put my heart into this podcast. I put my heart into my friendships, into my family. I put my heart into my workouts at the gym, right? To me, living life with your walls up, maneuvering how to quote unquote look good, how to not get hurt is not really living. You can't have the highs without the lows. And your heart is strong enough to withstand it. And with the right tools, 
Your heart will open more with every single heartbreak rather than closing up more every time. And so maybe saying your heart was made to be broken isn't the best wording, but I say that because you were meant to live a big life and to live a big life means risking heartbreak. And like I said, you can withstand it. You're strong enough. This, what you're going through right now, you are strong enough to go through it a hundred more times. I know that's scary, but it's not going to be like this every single time. You've learned from this. You've learned how to go through it. You've learned how to go about it. And like the people who say, I'm never going to go through that again. I'm never going to let someone have that closeness to me. I'm never going to let someone have that kind of power over me where they can, you know, break my heart like this again. That's, you know, that's you living in the past that those are limiting beliefs that can be addressed. That can be looked at. Okay. So that's what I mean when I say that. And if you think it's bullshit, that's okay. I still hope you find and create the love you deserve. I just wanted to clear that up. All right, folks, another shorter episode today, but thank you guys for submitting your questions and your criticisms. I love to hear everything y'all have to say, and I love you guys. Have an amazing week, and until next Sunday, back to you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. It seriously helps me out so much. Now, until next Sunday, back to you.